0: Very good morning to you all, it's lovely to see you all here We're going to begin our service by singing together from Praise the Lord, number 28 I think lots of us come here for a whole host of different reasons I think, I think it's fair to say lots of us, we, we come here to remember simply what God has done for us To remember with gratefulness uh, that he has given his son Jesus And he's made such a difference in our lives. He's enabled those who have chosen to come to God to know that we have become strong. And that's what our service is going to be about this morning, about God being our strength. And we're going to start by singing this together. Give thanks with a grateful heart. So if you'd like to stand, please. Shall we pray? Father God, we come to you to remember what you've done for us in giving your Son. And we can't do anything else but give thanks, Lord. You have given us so much. Father, help us to come to you today and to learn from your word and to have fellowship with you. Father, bless bless what we do. the praise we sing and the meditations on our hearts. We ask that you be with us. We ask it in the strong name of Jesus. Amen. We're going to ask Neil to come and give us the announcements now. Thank you, Mike. Good morning, all.
1: And uh, I'll add my welcome to Mike's. It's great to see you all here this morning. Um. I'd especially like to welcome our visitors, um, great to see Hannah, great to see Jeff and Ottilia and Sarah, um, Aaron and the girls, great to see you. Um, but I reserve my biggest welcome, Not, nothing against the rest of you, to Bruce Parker from Rockford, Illinois. Great to have you here, Bruce. I know that you'll make, everyone will make you feel welcome. Um, Bruce and Jenny are over here on a uh, what seems to be a, a major tour of all their contacts, but um, Bruce is... Uh, chair of Meal Day Americas, and uh, that's one of the reasons why he's here. So it's great for us to meet him, and like I say, very warm welcome. These are our arrangements um, for this coming week and beyond, and we have put them in God's hands and ask for His blessing on them. Uh, in the church this morning, we've got Esther and Johnny and Martin, and Mike is leading uh, the entire service this morning. Um, lunch today is in the hands of Simon and Becky, and then the Youth Church as normal at 2:45 this afternoon. Father, thank you for uh, this morning that we can be here together as your family, um, family from all over the world, and that's a real blessing, a real treat, and a real privilege, and uh, we remember this morning, Lord, that actually many people in the world can't meet like this to remember you and your son, and uh, we thank you for that opportunity. We pray for your blessings on all the things that we've planned for this week and the coming weeks. We pray that you'll strengthen us to uh, to be bright, shining um, light stand for you here in Old Trafford. And we pray that you'll bless everything that we do in your name. And Father, we've heard uh, just now of uh, some of our friends and brothers and sisters who who are not well, who are struggling. And we pray for your rich blessing on them. We we pray for Rachel with her arthritis. Difficult to know sometimes, Lord, why these things happen, but we know that you have. A plan, and that you are in control of everything that that happens in this world. And uh, Father, we just put Rachel in your hands, and pray for your blessing on her. And if it's your will, your healing, um, but help her to know that she's loved by us and by you. Help her to feel close to you. Please be with Matt and Anita, uh, and with Nancy, and with Alan and Judith Cherry, and with Hannah as they. so, for various ailments we, we pray again for your, for your healing and your blessing on them um, and help us to do what we can to support them in your name as well and Lord, we pray for your blessing on john 's family in in Congo, uh, having lost the mother figure of the family uh, to a to a nasty illness we We pray for your rich blessing on them and uh, help them to know your comfort and to have the hope that we share. Uh, in Jesus' return and we pray, Father, for that return you know when it's going to be and we look forward to it and Father, we just pray that it will be soon so that um, your fabulous kingdom can be set up on this on this earth in Jesus' name we pray this Amen
0: We're going to have um, our first reading now which is from Psalm 46 And Alex is going to come and read that for us. Psalm 46.
2: God is our refuge and strength, an ever present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress.
0: And we're going to sing our next uh, hymn now from Praise the Lord, 127. And I, I don't know about you, after hearing all those people in different places of weakness, I'm beginning to feel, uh, I don't know, that maybe God directed me in this, this direction. God is our strength. Uh, which is the theme of the psalm that Alex just read for us. And this, this is another song that reminds us that God, God wants to always be there in our hearts, as it says in this, and you always fill my heart with song of deliverance. He wants to always be there so that when times of weakness come, he can be our strength. So shall we sing this together? God is our refuge and strength. God is my strength The Lord is my strength It's a very familiar Phrase isn't it If you read the Bible Regularly that phrase will just It just feels right Doesn't it A few examples The Lord is my strength and my shield My heart trusts in him and I am a help The Lord is the strength Of his people A fortress of salvation for his anointed one Psalm 28. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Psalm 118. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Psalm 73. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. That was Moses and the people of Israel bursting forth in spontaneous praise in Exodus 15. And Habakkuk says, The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread in the heights. And Isaiah says, Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord himself, is my strength. It's familiar to me because I've heard that particular configuration of words in various rearrangements lots of times in the Bible, as I just read a few very quickly for you there. But when I ask myself the question, what does it mean? What does it mean, God is my strength? The Lord is my strength. I find it strangely hard to give a good answer. Uh, And I I sort of think, I find the choice of words that they just don't scan, just right. There's something odd about them. I don't quite know what it is. And I just think maybe it's not how I would have said it if I was uh, David or Asaph or Moses or Isaiah or Habakkuk. I, I wouldn't have said it that way. That's not how words normally come out of my mouth I'd have said something like and I know you shouldn't do this you shouldn't tinker with words in the Bible so bear with me uh, God makes me strong that's what, I, that's, that's what would have rolled off my tongue if I'd not thought about it that's, what, that's the way I'd have expressed what I think they were trying to express or maybe the Lord gives me strength that's the way I'd have said it and to me that makes a lot more It scans better And and now that I've changed those words Which, like I say, you shouldn't really do But now that I've changed them I think it helps me I've got lots more ideas coming into my head About what that phrase might mean Um, So here's some of those ideas That came flooded into my head What what does it mean? Um, God makes me strong Or the Lord gives me strength Knowing that God loves us That he wants to be close to us that he is infinitely trustworthy that he is in control not just of the nations but of every atom in the universe and any other universes there might be that makes us strong enough to deal with what comes along in our lives prayer is a great source of strength to know that God is listening and it's a little quote from a a song that I really like the idea that we can move the hand that moves the world. That's a fantastic idea, isn't it? That? That's what prayer is. That's an amazing source of strength, isn't it? In our Christadelphian community, we're, we're quite big on studying, aren't we? I think it's quite fair to say that. We're, we're into learning what the Bible what God has said to us in the Bible and when you learn a message that's as good as the message that's in the Bible that knowledge becomes part of you it builds you up Um, there's whole different ways that you could apply that here's just a few very small ones Um, God gives us better standards doesn't he, than the ones we'd have made up ourselves higher standards, wiser ways of living so that we don't destroy ourselves with excesses and self-destructive patterns of living. One of the principles of God's message is about waiting for the kingdom that is to come. And this uh, psychologist's have a little phrase which is sort of related to this it's called delayed gratification and the deeper that is part of your personality uh, people suggest the more successful a person you'll be and it's all about learning to live for something that is far away in the future as opposed to the things that are right in front of you now and uh, if we're practiced at waiting for the kingdom that is going to make us a stronger person in terms of how the world would Determine what the afraid what stronger means. And aren't we stronger for being brought up with uh, parents who really follow the living God? Doesn't that make us a stronger person in the same way? And God has placed us here together. I don't know more trustworthy, loving, encouraging group of people. Than the people I'm looking at right now. I've experienced so many different kinds of generosity in my life from you people and other brothers and sisters, and it's a source of great strength, isn't it? There, there are so many ways that God brings strength into our lives. I think. if you're you're a real follower of Jesus someone who serves God who works hard at your job not just when your boss is watching uh, doesn't complain works to the strength of your abilities as instructed in the Bible Um, someone who is respectful someone who has mercy and grace in lots of situations in our lives that kind of person is going to be in a stronger position than someone who doesn't do those things and everything we have from is from God our houses, everything around us that might possibly give us some small sense of security comes from God that, that's some of the ideas that came flooding into my head when I started to think about my modified little phrase the Lord makes me strong or the Lord gives me strength well let's for a moment just go back to what it really says it says God is my strength and just the number of ideas that come into my head is just a lot less because that phrase is much more restrictive it's only present tense is not was or will be or may be or could have been just is it doesn't say God increases my strength or God makes me stronger it's not about a slow accumulation of strength over the years, gradually making you stronger and stronger and stronger. It's instantaneous, instantaneous. Like God, all of a sudden, is your strength. I've also noticed that this phrase, um, it says, "God is my strength." It doesn't say, "The Word of God is my strength." Or the moral code of God is my strength. Or the family values of God. Or knowledge about God. Or the fellowship of godly people. Not even wisdom from God is my strength. Just God. Himself. The Lord Himself. In person. It also doesn't say, God is the source of my strength. Subtle difference it's not like there's some transfer God over here I'm over here strength transfers from God into me like I'm some kind of tank and God is filling me up with strength, fuel that's not what God is my strength is it's like God is the tank God is the fuel and the engine God is the strength There is no transfer into you. And the implication is that if God walks away, or more likely, infinitely more likely, you walk away from God, there is no longer any strength. It's all gone. Instantaneously. That's what that phrase means. The Lord is my strength. So all that big list that I had, I have to cross out three quarters of them now. Um, What, what, thinking about how God is my strength. But the rest of those, all those that I've just drawn a line through, all those things that, those strengths that do come from God, they are still very appropriately. To be received with great gratitude and thanksgiving from God. They are helpful to us. They are here because of God's mercy and compassion to us, but maybe to all people, even people that will not accept Him. God lets everyone have some strength that they can take ownership of and hold in their hands. Like family, like values, like society, community, church, friends, houses, the law of the land These are all things that have come from God Things that came from God and are now held in human hands And while they are being held in human hands separate from God the glory begins to fade. So lots of those strengths that we've now crossed off our list has not been what they were talking about. They become gradually more fragile gradually more temporary and at various times in our lives they will fail us. I don't think that these temporary sources of strength are the kind of thing that caused Moses and the Israelites to come before God in spontaneous worship in Exodus 15 and to sing for he is highly exalted the horse and its rider he has held into the sea the Lord is my strength and my song he has become my salvation. He is my God and I will praise him. My father's God and I will exalt him. These, those fragile and unstable strengths. I'm quite certain are not what filled the heart of David. And compelled him to write. Praise be to the Lord. For he has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength. And my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy, and I will give thanks to him in song. Uh, I hope you are familiar with the story of Gideon in the Bible. Um, it's a really good example when God goes to great lengths to make it clear where strength comes from where strength is um, Israel had an army of 32,000 men and they were going into battle against Midian and God told Gideon to whittle it down through a few different steps which are not particularly important to 300 men That are quite random steps actually 300 men and this is what God said right at the beginning before this all happened he said to Gideon you have too many men for me to deliver Midian into your hands in order that Israel may not boast against me that her own strength has saved her and it worked when Israel and Gideon and us when we look at the victory over countless thousands of people that was had by, from just 300 people you look at that strength and you see God God is the strength you look at the strength you look at how that battle was won and you there is no suggestion that any human strength took any part in that victory you look at that strength and you see God we've got another great example in one of today's readings off the Bible reading plan which is um, Psalm 109 uh, and Liz is going to come and read that for us in a, in a moment um, so many of the psalms it's like a little window into the heart of King David and this is one of those psalms um, and we're, we're looking into a man who's in a position where he he doesn't say the words God is my strength but he's really feeling it um, David has a problem and he takes that problem straight to God. And we see David telling God um, how he sees his own position and how he's opening up his heart to God and telling God how he feels hurt. And you read through it and you f- you feel like you're hearing a weak child in a school playground running to the dinner lady. Or a lunchtime assistant, sorry. That's what... that's That's the... I don't know, it's the sort of tone of what this psalm feels like. And you get a real sense that David doesn't believe that he has any strength of his own that could possibly help in this situation. Which is really strange. When you think about who David is. Defeater of Goliath, slayer of ten times ten thousand in charge of an awesome undefeated army including the famous uh, mighty men extremely wealthy and king of Israel having ultimate power in a way that kings and queens of our age cannot possibly hope to have and yet he feels powerless and he has to turn to God I think the last verse of of this psalm Gives me a really good picture of what it means when God is my strength. It talks about God standing at the right hand the right side of someone. And um, Lizzie, will you come and read this for us? Psalm one hundred
3: and nine. O God whom I praise, do not remain silent, for wicked and deceitful men have opened their mouths against me. They have spoken against me with lying tongues. With words of hatred they surround me. They attack me without cause. In return for my friendship they accuse me. But I am a man of prayer. They repay me evil for good and hatred for my friendship. Appoint an evil man to oppose him. Let an accuser stand at his right hand. When he is tried, let him be found guilty. And may his prayers condemn him. May his days be few. May another take his place of leadership. May his children be fatherless and his wife a widow. May his children be wandering beggars. May they be driven from their ruined homes. May a creditor seize all he has. May strangers plunder the fruits of his labor. May no one extend kindness to him or take pity on his fatherless children. May his descendants be cut off, their names blotted out from the next generation. May the iniquity of his fathers be remembered before the Lord. May the sin of his mother never be blotted out. May their sins always remain before the Lord, that he may cut off the memory of them from the earth. For he never thought of doing kindness, but hounded to the death the poor and the needy and the broken-hearted. He loved to pronounce a curse. May it come on him. He found no pleasure in blessing, May it be far from him. He wore cursing as a garment. It entered into his body like water, into his bones like oil. May it be like a cloak wrapped around him, like a belt tied forever round him. May this be the Lord's payment to my accusers, to those who speak evil of me. But you, O sovereign Lord, deal well with me for your name's sake. Out of the goodness of your love, deliver me. For I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. I fade away like an evening shadow. I am shaken off like a locust. My knees give way from fasting, and my body is thin and gaunt. I am an object of scorn to my accusers. When they see me, they shake their heads. Help me, O Lord my God. Save me in accordance with your love. Let them know it is in your hand, that you, O Lord, have done it. They may curse but you will bless. When they attack, they will be put to shame, but your servant will rejoice. My accusers will be clothed with disgrace and wrapped in shame as in a cloak. With my mouth I will greatly extol the Lord. In the great throng I will praise him, for he stands at the right hand of the needy one to save his life from those who condemn him.
0: So what, a, so what about us? It seems that God goes to great lengths to persuade us that He alone should be our strength. In so many stories and teachings throughout the Bible, trust in God, just in God. And as we've read a little bit about this morning, when godly men of the past talked about their strength, that we, we can see just by looking at the words, the way those words came out of their mouth, they didn't really feel that they had any strength of their own, not any strength worth mentioning. They just had God, and God was their strength. Now, because it's me, I can't help but think about strengths and, and powers without thinking about superheroes, and, but none of them are helpful. Superman, just born because he's alien, born with superpowers, born with strength. Spider-Man, infected by some radioactive spider, sort of something happened and then he got strength. In his body. Popeye. Popeye is interesting, isn't it? Because Popeye has temporary strength when he takes this goodness, this good healthy spinach into him. He has this temporary strength. I like Batman because I could be Batman. (laughs) Because he doesn't really have superpowers, he's just gadgets. So I think, yeah, I can put but I can't think of any superhero that fits this picture of strength and God I just can't think of any and I wonder if maybe superheroes are all about human strength which I've thought before that's why there's none that fit and really for us There is one superhero and it's God. And he's the superhero who could defeat all the superheroes without even blinking his eyes. And we just have to stand next to him. But what does it really mean? What does it really mean when I say, when you say, God is my strength? What does that really mean? And I'm sure I don't actually know Not really In my experience, God being my strength Just feels a little bit more inaccessible Maybe I prefer to be Batman Trusting in human strength Depending on my own clever, witty, intelligent self having confidence in my friends my church, my nice house my beautiful family all that feels quite comfortable really quite natural much less scary admitting I'm not strong enough at all and that God really only is my strength relying on my faith on nothing I can see or touch it's just harder and I think there are times in our lives when we do get a little bit more of a grasp on what it means to really say God is my strength and perhaps some of those times are the times when we're tested beyond the capabilities of human strength I've recently eaten pancakes they were very nice it reminds me that Easter is approaching the bread and wine in just a few minutes is approaching and we have before us the crucifixion and I'm sure that in all human experience there has never been an instance where the phrase God is my strength has been better understood than in the heart of Jesus as he prepared for the cross. In the cross, Jesus shouts to us, God is my strength. When you look at Jesus' strength on the cross, you see God. God being your strength can lead you into scary places. Places that without God standing at your side, You would have run a mile. But God will bring you out the other side. And maybe, maybe out the other side, we will be one step closer to possessing probably the most important piece of intellectual information it's possible to store in here. What it means, what it really means to say, God is my strength I'll ask Steve Tanner if you will come and give thanks for the bread for us, please
4: Oh, God of the weak God of the oppressed Of the scared Of the lonely and confused and lost Yes, God, our God. You are worthy of all praise and honour and glory that we can possibly give you. Every last word that can drop from our mouths, every last deed that we can do with our hands, every last thought in our minds, all of that you are worthy of, Father. Father, we thank you for this bread I guess because Jesus thanked you for the bread Oh Jesus, I don't know what you said in that prayer But I imagine you remembered how your God Saved his people from Egypt Saves them from oppression From being crushed From dying in the land of Egypt I guess you remembered Your God's strong and powerful hand His mighty arm As he did great deeds And I bet that gave you strength Jesus Because you were going to A dark and horrible place You gave your body Such a picture of weakness and vulnerability As you hung there on that cross But you did that for us, Lord Jesus And so you're worthy of all honour and praise and glory That we can give you too Father, thank you for this bread And I pray that as we share it amongst ourselves that we taste it as the sweetest bread we've ever tasted because it tells us of your strength and your power of your love and compassion your majesty, your beauty Lord God it's bread from you it's bread of life so Father Hear our prayer, accept it in the humbleness it is offered, and thank you Lord Jesus for all
0: you do for us. Amen. i ask Bruce if he'll come and lead us in giving thanks for the wine, please.
5: Thanks so much, Heavenly Father that you are our strength and out of that strength you gave us your Son to be our Savior to redeem us from sin and death to help us and bless us thank you Lord Jesus for giving yourself to the Father and for us you asked us to do something do this simple act and remember, so we do it in obedience, we remember that this cup represents a new covenant in your shed blood, so we ask for forgiveness and help, we praise you, we praise you Heavenly Father for giving us Jesus and we ask your blessing on this cup and on us for your glory and honor.
0: going to sing a couple of songs now at the end, uh, end of our service. The first one is from Praise the Lord, number 188, I rest in God alone. will oh, trust in him, you people, pour out your heart for God is our refuge forever. by giving you an opportunity to loudly not quite shout but say the words God is my strength or God is my strong salvation Father Father you really are our only dependable source of strength help us Lord as we struggle to Acknowledge our weaknesses. Help us with our faith and our trust in you. Help us so that we can lean, well, more than lean, completely stand in you, Lord. Father, we praise you that you didn't force us to trust just in you that you gave all the people of the world a chance of having their own strength to possess. Lord, you are very gracious and kind to us. And Lord, help us to, help us to look to you, help us to stand next to you and be confident and know that we're in your plan. And you have saved us. Father, accept our praise for what we've been able to do this morning. To come and remember your love for us. And the giving of your Son. Help us to be more like him. Amen. Amen.